Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it get 30, 30, get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So we're delighted to be joined on the line um, by Edinburgh and Scotland Centre, Mark Bennett. Mark, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, what have you been up to today? Congratulations, um, back in the Scotland squad. You must be delighted. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I really wasn't expecting it, having, having not played much rugby um, in the past 10 months. So I uh, was, was delighted when I got a text last night from Gregor telling me that I was, I was involved. So, yeah, delighted to be back. Yeah, and uh, so I, I presume you've been in sort of close contact with Gregor sort of through that injury period, and um, he's been keeping tabs on you through your move to Edinburgh. Yeah, he's kept in touch with us, um, just find out how we've been getting on, and um, sent my message before before my first game, just wishing me luck, um, as did Matt Taylor. So no, it's it's nice to see that they've they've been paying attention, and then um, they always think I've done done enough in my two games. And and how how are the lungs feeling having obviously been out for for a while with with that knee injury? Yeah, um, they've been okay. I, I was born a bit on Friday night, like um, it was. We had we had the ball for for a long long time. Yeah. Um, I think the stats said that we had something like 100, 198 carries to start run says fifty four or something like that. So <laughs> wow. um, we had a hell of a lot of ball. So. Yeah, I was feeling a bit by the end of the game, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm not too bad. Better than expected. Good stuff. But before we get into that amazing, uh, that amazing victory on Friday night, just that, what's what's your uh, your thoughts on the the makeup of that Scotland squad? Do you think it's one of the on paper one of the strongest you've been involved with? Yeah, I think it's a strong squad. There's a lot of, a lot of talented young players there. Um, great to see see Blair Kinghorn coming in. He's been absolutely outstanding for Edinburgh this season. Um, And then you've got you've got some great experience in there as well. Um, Good to see Greg and uh, Holly come back from injury. Uh, two huge players for the squad. So no, I think um, it is a strong squad and one that we'll be hoping to go well. 
So you mentioned um, Blair Kinghorn there. He's obviously been one of the standout players in the Pro 14. What's he like sort of on a day-to-day in the squad? Is he a good lad to be around? Oh, he's a weird bloke. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a really, really weird bloke, but he uh, he plays up to it. Um, and he, he wants to be... He's great fun to be around, and uh, he has a real character in the squad. And um, I mean, his performances this season have been absolutely outstanding. He... he well and truly deserves his spot in the squad, so it'll be interesting to see if he gets a run. What, what do you mean by him being a weird bloke? He's just strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure how to describe it. Um, but, like I said, he, he would admit that himself. He's part of Team Weird, so he's uh, yeah, just a slightly different guy. Who, who else is in um, Team Weird? Oh, there's, there's a few boys, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. Fair play. Well, t- take us back to, to, to that win against um, Stade Francais on Friday night, um, obviously securing that home quarter final. You, you ran it a little bit late. Um, what was the feeling in the dressing room afterwards? Yeah, it was a strange game. We'd, like I said earlier on, we had a lot of ball. Um, it always seemed like they had, they had a, a defensive line set, um, so they were quite tough to, tough to break down. Um, Looking back at it, there was a lot more opportunities than it felt at the time. We just didn't quite execute in a few uh, in a few key areas that could have um, could have made it a lot easier. Um, and then defensively, we we, we weren't great um, by our own standards. We, we conceded three relatively soft tries, which put us under a lot more pressure than than they needed to. I mean, we, we were in control for most of the game, and then we would switch off and concede a try. Um, but the main thing was it was it's a cup game. We needed to get the win, and we did. Yeah, definitely. And I, I presume that the aim this season is to is to go on and, and win that tournament. How, how are you sort of approaching uh, the rest of it? I mean, the, the, the aim for the squad at the start of the season was to be consistent and just gain respect again from our oppositions. And um, our performances in Europe have been we have been consistent. I mean, we've five wins, which have been been good um, and with the way that we're playing we have been we've been gaining respect so we need to just keep keep going at that um, big game on on Saturday coming um, over in in Paris we've got a good opportunity to go out and put in another good performance and and uh, get a victory and finish off with the pool unbeaten which would be excellent um, and would obviously put us in in as a, a top seed for for the quarterfinals how how does it feel as a sort of died died in the wool uh, West Coaster to be f- referring to Edinburgh as, as we? Is that a bit of a an adjustment? Yeah, it's, it's strange at first. I spent the first few months whenever I was getting asked about anything at Glasgow saying we um, <laughs> haven't haven't been there for so long. Um, but yeah, it has it has been strange moving moving across and seeing things from the other side. But I'm I'm really enjoying myself. It's a good setup and. Um, it's it's a good group of boys, which is important as well. And lots has been has been said about the impact that Richard Cockrell's had on the squad. How how have you found him to to work under? I think he's excellent. Um, I'm not going to lie; I was kind of a bit worried when he was first appointed, <laughs> um, just with the fact that he's kind of been renowned for having a a strong forward pack and not overly playing rugby, um, and. Since since he's come in, he's been he's been absolutely outstanding with us. He's very hard on us when he feels we need to be, and he's very big on having a a, a real 
tough mindset and been been body minded and that sort of thing. Um, working as hard as you can for your mates and just making good decisions. He, he backs us to to play from wherever and um, try things as long as as long as it's a good decision and we go at it a hundred percent. So um, I think he's been hugely influential at the club and I mean the results have obviously been, been pretty good this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's been successful so far. Um, you know, compared to Glasgow, you've obviously been there for a long time. What what have been the biggest differences, sort of main sort of highlights or you know main sort of shocks to you? Um, I mean, at the start of the season, the, the confidence wasn't there. Um, right. Obviously, I haven't had a a pretty poor season last year. The boys were a bit flat, but. Just getting that belief in, in our abilities because there's boys here who are bloody good rugby players. We've got some absolutely outstanding players in the squad, um, and that's something that Cockers has hammered. Is we we need to just back ourselves more and, and trust the fact that we are good rugby players. Um, but like I said, it's just about making those correct decisions at the right time. Um, I mean, the work ethic's great. The guys all all work hard for each other, and um, it's like I said. But it's, it is a good group of boys, so they've, they've got similarities there with Glasgow. Um, it was just that winning mindset that Glasgow had was what the main difference was. That that that's great. I mean, um, just a couple more from us, just to to finish off. That came in from the uh, from the fans. We asked on Twitter for a couple of questions, so brace yourself for a couple of these. The first one was about what did you make of. Um, Richard Cockrell's comments, he sort of flagged you up and the other members of the squad not being uh, Edinburgh private schoolboys and what impact that makes on the squad. Did you have any thoughts on that? Um, it, it was quite a funny one. My mum actually phoned me up when she saw that. And <laughs> she was like, oh, are you okay with him saying that? And I'm saying, well, I'm not Edinburgh private school, so what difference does it make? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have any difference to me. Um, I mean, it's... it's that's what it is. He thinks that there's there has potentially been a, a sort of softer edge, and I don't I don't think there is anymore. Um, he's I think he's really changed that. Um, I found it quite funny that he thought that I was bringing a hard edge in, and the boys that <laughs> normally will tell you I'm one of the softest boys about. But I think he might have just googled Cumnock and <laughs> and taken it from there. <laughs> That's bad. And then um, the other one, I mean. Like it or not, you're forever going to be associated with that try versus Australia in 2015. We yeah. got a comment on Twitter that said that you have you've never watched that try back. Have you ever managed to take yourself there? Uh, no, I, I have watched it back. I haven't watched the end of the game. Um, <laughs> I've watched, watched the game a couple of times, and uh, just after that try, I just turn it off. <laughs> so <laughs> end it, end I can tell high. you what actually happens at the end. Um, <laughs> And obviously, well, at the moment, I think you're you're waiting to go and coach uh, Marfield Wanderers. Um, maybe you just tell us a bit about how you got involved in that and, and how things are going there. Yeah, so um, I used to coach Carrick, uh, Carrick Rugby Club back in the West Coast. Um, and last year, they played in the, the Shield final, I think it was, against Murrayfield Wanderers. Yeah. Um, and I came through to watch I, when I, I wasn't coaching again. Um, but I came through to watch the game and ended up chatting to Bruce after the game, um, Bruce Aitchkinson, and 
um, just at the start of the season after I'd moved through I got a message just asking if I'd have a quick chat with him and, and he just asked me to come down and help out um, quite, I quite enjoy the coaching side of things it's quite nice to dip into clubland again um, a proper like a proper rugby club and just be in and around that again so I quite enjoy that as a wee sort of outlet so um, come down once a week and help out when I can I'll go to some of the games if, if it works with our fixtures uh, we'll, we'll let you go and um, thanks a lot for joining us and uh, we'll catch up with you soon no worries cheers cheers planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.